Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and today we are previewing RBC Heritage at Harbortown Golf Links, which is on Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. Also, here's a fun note. We're on video. I think we're on video, apparently. So we are soft launching a YouTube channel this week. So make sure to check us out over there. We'll tweet out the links. We'll get it in front of you. Uh, subscribe to us because we want to do more of this cool video stuff moving forward. You can tell us how goofy we all look, all that good stuff. Uh, so check us out. We'll, we'll blast it out on social media and, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do some graphics. Maybe we'll do some fun stuff moving forward. Uh, the beautiful faces that you see today, let me bring in my partners in crime today. It is Greg Ducharme. Uh, what up, Greg? I'm I'm excited to do a little bit of video. I got to work on my lighting a little bit. I'm, I look a little red in here, but uh, so I got a little work to do on that. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm 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 excited. I like that you waved to the camera as you entered there. Hello, <laughs> hello world. Uh, and also Kyle Porter, uh, you are you're used to being on camera, man. This ain't nothing new for you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try. Since my screen's over here and my camera's over here, I'm gonna try to perfect the gym from the office. Look at the camera. There you thing. go. Right there. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be fun to try to work on over the next few months. The RBC Heritage, um, absolutely stacked field as we saw last week, as we will see next week. Storylines abound, Kyle. I mean, you and I were on HQ all weekend, basically, like at the top of every hour, and I felt like the storylines were changing every 15 minutes. It, it, it was unbelievable. I mean, there was just so much going on, but kind of a hard reset. Looking forward to this week, what's the storyline heading into Harbor Town? Yeah, you know, I, I wrote about this in my preview uh, on what's today, Tuesday. And I, I think, I don't, I don't know, this might not be it. I, I might be wrong about this, but I think it's whether the top three can, can bounce. I mean, they, none of them played well last week. Kepka no. and Rory finished T32. Rom misses the cut and coming in, I think you could make a case for each one of them. You're like, I don't know. Rory hasn't missed a, a top five since August. Rom's been unreal since the U S open last year. And even Kepka, you're like, I don't know if I trust it, but he says his knee is feeling better and then none of them play well. So I think just seeing whether those three, I mean, this is like maybe the obvious one, but just seeing whether those three can rebound this week. And, and now even drops the fourth in the world, JT even uh, nabbed him. So we've got a new top three in the world this week with Rory, Rom, and JT. I assume if Rom wins this week, he can also surpass Rory, right? I don't think that's changed. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Wait, JT uh, went past Kepka? Yeah. yeah. JT, JT, he is to the hundredth uh, decimal point. 7.48 to Kepka's 7.44 overtook Kepka last week. 
I'm asleep at the wheel. Well, regardless, it was still three, no, it was still a good take. I was those, just those, yeah. yeah, those three being together, like playing together right. last week. They're not playing together this week, but just seeing whether the because JT played great last week. He 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 was somebody who you look at the numbers. You were the top ten last week, and it's kind of JT and Bryson who who had bad putting weeks, yeah. right? And and so you're like. I don't know. Is there something there with those two this week at uh, at RBC Heritage? But yeah, regardless, it's it's whether Rom Kepka and Rory can can bounce back. All right. Well, you kind of set me up there on a on a little tee, so I'll take it with Bryson. I, I know the storyline is the guy weighs two hundred and forty pounds and he's trying to get to two seventy and he's drinking five and six protein shakes a day. I I I get it. I, I'm going to go a little differently here. Um, and Greg, I'd, I'd love your take on this as well. You know, I want to see if Bryson and Rory can overpower Harbor town because what Bryson did last week, you're not supposed to be able to do. And these two courses are like the two courses that should be negating the powers of Rory and Bryson. So if these guys go out and do like, if they do what they do again here, what they did last week, what they've been doing, I'll be stunned. And I think it's just going to set up for these two guys to bash the tour in the head for the rest of the year. I think it's going to be more challenging to do here at Harbortown. Yeah. Um, I do think last week was a little surprising. I didn't think Bryson would be able to take advantage off the tee the way that he did. There were definitely some surprises, but Bryson wasn't the only one who who took it over corners and kind of shortened the golf course and tried to take it apart with driver. He wasn't the only one to do it. This week, I, I have a hard time thinking you you really can do it. I think there's a lot of risk involved. If you try, it may not be very effective. So I, I love the storyline here. Uh, the, the question is not necessarily can they, but will they, will they try to, I, I have a feeling that, that Bryson is going to take advantage of his club head speed just with the clubs that comes in. Remember, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, Rick Bryson's not a bomber at heart, right? He's a bomber because he's figured out now that it's something that's an advantage for him. And he kind of went from a guy who was long, no question long, but a, a strategy type player. And now he's become a bomber. So will how will he use that at a golf course like this? I think is a great story. I think the low key, you, you nailed it, Greg, the low key thing is if he'll try, which, right. Which is like, if he's all in on this, if he's all in on this, he should try. And, and if it blows up in his face, that's fine, but he should try. So I, I think that's, Interesting, but Greg, you had uh, you had a different angle here for your storyline of the week. What was it? The thing I'm watching it, it was Jordan Spieth's performance last week, and I'll consider it a good one. I know there was some ups and downs. I know there was some. Uh, there's there's definitely an angle where you could say it was a disappointing performance. I'm going to call it a good performance based on what we've seen earlier in 2020. I mean, you're talking about a guy with 18 rounds in 2020. Only two of them are in the 60s. Yeah. And he's, he comes out with three straight rounds in the 60s at Colonial. The question I have is, is this, is this a product of a golf course that he really likes? Of course, he's had great success at. Or did he really find something here? And is this something he can build on going forward? Remember, last year at Colonial, we saw a, a T8 from him. And so I, I just wonder, is this for real? Or is this roller coaster just something that we're going to be continuing on? Uh, real quick on Bryson, you guys thought I was going to jump in on Spieth, but I'm jumping in on Bryson. <laughs> I th thought for sure this was. <laughs> <laughs> so to to, I'm glad Greg brought this up because you look at the total driving, and I know that's what we're all talking about and should be talking about. But the way the way his strokes gained off the tee is made up. It's mostly just distance, 
right? It's not, it's not accuracy. So can that work at Harbor town? It, it can, I just don't know if it works as well at, at, as it would at a place like, I, I don't know. I can't think what's well, a super long, like Bridgestone. I know Aaron that. Hills. Yeah. Aaron, oh, yeah. He'd win Aaron Hills by like 10 right now. Uh, but uh, you know, it's interesting. Kyle. What, what is, do you have the numbers in front? What, what is his accuracy for the week last week? It was like 39 uh, of, I don't have it last week. I have it for the season. He's 121st in driving accuracy and he's 161st in distance from the edge of the fairway, which that's a kind of a fake number, but it it does give you a sense of like the driving accuracy is, is it's not very good. And when you get on those time, I mean, you know, think about him playing somewhere like Marion at a U.S. open right now. You're like, well, what does that look like? And, And this is the whole, this is the whole take within the, broader world of like the distance debate you don't make courses longer you make them shorter right and and that screws with guys like bryson and brooks and you know different guys like that well this weekend on cbs golf is back we're going to keep our eye on these storylines and you can watch all your favorite golfers literally all of them are here to compete at harbor town in the rbc heritage in a few different ways on your computer oh yeah just go to cbssports.com on your phone absolutely it's totally free just download the cbs sports app and you are off and running watching big old beefy bryson slap it around harbor town on your small screen he won't even fit on your screen i i you, you won't even you'll only be able to see a tenth of him a fraction of him you can also watch on roku Fire TV, Apple TV, through the CBS Sports app on those devices. So in other words, there is literally no excuse to miss any golf action this weekend. And oh, by the way, Sungjae will be there as well. So you know I'll be tuning in. Gentlemen, uh, we, we should be bowing our heads in shame. Mark Immelman smacked us around the yard last week. In matchup picks, I guess Greg, you tied with him, but you lost the tiebreaker. But we we need to avenge and figure out what we're going to do moving forward here with our with our picks, my friend. I feel like I lost uh, in a match of cards, which is never a fun way to lose, but it's still a loss. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm coming for uh, I'm coming for Mark this week, and I'm definitely the advantage we have is his picks are in, and we know what he's selected. So there yes. may be a little strategy uh, going on here. <laughs> I was going to say, so his picks just came in moments ago, hot off the presses. I was going to put this whole thing under protest and be like, I don't care if you're even traveling to Hilton Head. You can't, you can't make absentee votes. Like you got to get on here and yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll let him slide because now we have that's on Jacob. Anyway, now we have his picks anyway. Um, All right, gentlemen. So uh, Kyle, let's start with you Uh, right out of the gate. Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka. These guys continually get paired against one another for valid reasons. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do. So I'm going to wait and see what you do. <laughs> That's a good strategy, Rick. <laughs> I, this feels too easy. Like I, I just don't, I don't trust DJ at all. And I, I, I know that I've been hollering about selling Brooks stock, but I do believe him about his knee. I, I'm going to go Brooks here. That one feels like a trap though. That feels too easy. I don't trust either of these guys. So, so I, I don't trust them at all. I agree. I also trust dj less uh which is pretty pretty small amount greg uh mark also took brooks so you can make it a clean sweep or you can try to get us with dj well you know i think this is one where 
there are two angles here. I think you make this a clean sweep because one, if you're in a position where you have to use a little strategy, I don't trust either of these guys either. So how do how am I going to try to gain an edge here with DJ? I'd rather just take the take the wrong if we're all wrong. And I, I do think that Brooks is going to do this anyway. Um, DJ, I I can't believe we're in this position with Dustin Johnson where we don't trust him to do well. I mean, yeah. of course, he has a little bit of history at, right? He's got more course history here than Brooks. I, I can't believe we're here with DJ. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Brooks on this one. Now, we had a special uh, guest picker, Kyle. The, who who was that? And uh, was did, did she make that pick for you? <laughs> yeah, that was my <laughs> oldest daughter. I always think about that. You know that CNN clip of the guy yes, in his bedroom? Best every, thing ever. Every, and his wife's trying to drag him out. <laughs> every time one of my kids comes in the content shed, I think about that clip. That was, yeah, that was my oldest daughter. Uh, she uh, She's a big, who does she like? She used to be a big Jordan guy or uh -oh. uh, Jordan girl. Um, <laughs> right. but she's kind of ejected from that, that, uh, that bandwagon. Smart so I, girl. Very smart. I, th I think she's on Rory now. I think <laughs> two of my kids are on Rory and another one's on Ricky. So. All right. That's a big upgrade from uh, Jordan to Rory. <laughs> uh, speaking of Rory, he's in our next prop. He is minus 138. So pretty significantly uh, a favorite versus Justin Thomas. Mark is already in with Rory. Greg, I see you're already in. Uh, who do you have there? I'm going to go JT. Um, I, look, I, I think with Justin Thomas, we talk about it all the time. Every time I bring him up, I love the iron play. I love the wedge play. The concern with JT last week, putting, it, it was a bad putting week, especially Sunday. I mean, he missed opportunities on two, four, six, eight, and then they kind of stopped showing him on the back nine because he, he, Played, he putted himself out of contention, but he had really, really good looks. So I'm a, I'm a big JT fan, uh, and I think his wedge play, which is, I believe, the best in the game, I think it's going to uh, prove to be a, a big advantage here this week. I will take Rory uh, just because of the disrespect that Vegas is laying on him after just one bad little stretch of That's golf. a good point. Um, dropped him from like eight and eight, eight to one last week, 12 to one this week. I'm going to take Rory and, and he's going to show us he's the number one player in the world. KP, uh, where are you headed here? Yeah, I, uh, I like JT just because of the number, the plus 110. I, uh, I, again, he didn't put very well last week. And no. yeah, I, I'm going JT over Rory. All right. So Mark and I on Rory. Kyle and Greg on JT. Next one, Xander versus Colin Morikawa. I will go first here. Xander minus 125, so pretty significant. Um, this is tough. These guys are two, obviously, excellent golfers. I I'm going to go with Morikawa here. I, I think that if, if I know this guy, which I do not, but I'm hoping that uh, he looks at last week and says, that's kind of what was supposed to happen. Not the miss putts, but he played great tee to green. That's his one weakness. If, if, if something uncharacteristic would have happened, I could feel this being more devastating for Colin Morikawa. But, dude, you're young. You're going to be in contention a lot. Come back and prove us all wrong one week later. Greg, what say you? I tend to agree with you. But, you know, what you bring up, the miss putt from Morikawa and how kind of heartbreaking that is, I, I think – Xander's week was more disappointing. I think Xander leaves the week feeling like he really let one get away. Morikawa, you're 23. You're, you're getting yourself in the mix. This is all upside for him. I mean, yes, I missed a short one, and we heard him say, I just I hit a bad putt. But Xander, I feel like being in the 
uh, back in the last group, having another 54-hole lead. I, I think we're starting to feel almost like there's a thing on Sundays with Xander with a lead. And I, I'm just I'm not confident in how that's going to um, go for this particular week. So I'm going to go Morikawa, but this is a close one. KP, uh, Greg and I have Morikawa. Mark has Xander. Colin Morikawa has never lost to anybody in a professional golf event since coming on the First Cut podcast. So... I'm going to stay with that. That can't be true. Say that again. He's never lost to anyone in a professional golf event since coming on the first cut podcast in, in a matchup. Well, he's, he, well, I get, he lost in a playoff. He hasn't been oh, beaten the playoff in, doesn't in count? regulation. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. That Fair is point. technically correct, which is the best way of being correct. I will <laughs> tell you. Um, the next is Bryson and Rom. Um, as much as I love big beefy Bryson, as our ad read indicates, it's John Rom. He lost four strokes putting last week. That's not going to happen again. I'll take Rom. KP, what's yeah? Easy, easy Rom for me right there. I, 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 I when is the Bryson stuff going to stop being interesting? Because this, this is not the week. Next week is not the week. How, how long does this go? Um, if for I, okay, well, here's the thing. It, this is just the the flavor of the week for Bryson. He, there's always something. I, it's, that's it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It, so it's, whether it's the weight or not, we'll be talking about him in perpetuity. Yes, that's a that's a great take. I'm going John Rom. Bryson should not be favored over Rom. Greg, John Rom, anomaly of a week. I th- actually I think Harbor Town's a great golf course for John Rom. Uh, I, I expect really good things out of him. Again, I said this yesterday, Rick. I think he got a little hyped up last week playing with world number uh, one and at the time three and with himself being number two. It's a big group to be in after a long layoff. An emotional player like John Rahm. Uh, and, and again, all the reports on him coming into the week were that he was playing some great golf. I heard some uh, some close reports that it was like really good. And I think he got himself hyped up. I think expectations got a little high and it wasn't as weak this week. I think we might be in for a, for a different story. All right. We'll see. That is three ROMs and Mark with Bryson. The next one, Ricky Fowler, Kevin Kisner, Mark has already taken Kevin Kisner. Greg, we'll go right back to you. Uh, Fowler or Kisner. I'm going to go with Kisner here. I think the golf course suits uh, Kisner really well. He has some nice finishes here. Uh, I think he's got a T7 off the top of my head, and I have notes somewhere here in my stack of papers. <laughs> yeah. um, but So he, he's a pretty accurate driver of the ball, right? He's hitting nearly 68% of his fairways. He hits about 67% of his greens, which isn't great. But on this course, I think he'll hit uh, maybe around the same number, which will play as more. It'll kind of rank him higher because the greens are so small. The guy putts really well. Oh, 2015, he lost in a playoff here, and it was it was a tied seventh in 2018. And last week, four rounds in the 60s at Colonial. I think he's in good form. I think Kisner's going to have a good week. Al Porter. Uh, I, I <laughs> How confident f- you are. <laughs> yeah, I want to go Fowler. Yeah, I'll just, I'll go Fowler. I'll pick I'll pick Ricky. It's okay. a rematch of the uh, of the of the Ricky Kisner. Players Championship was that 2015? Yeah, it's a great a call. Wasn't, wasn't Sergio in that for a minute? I don't know if he got into the playoff, but it is the Players Championship, so I'm sure Sergio was in the mix. Um, I think this is a trap. I think I think Kisner is the trap. I'll take Fowler. There's no like this is the only place on the planet Kisner gets the same odds as Ricky Fowler. 
Uh, no go for me. I'm not going to step into it. I'll take Ricky Fowler. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the next one is Matt Kuchar, even money versus Gary Woodland minus 125. Uh, Mark has already picked Gary Woodland's. I will pick Gary Woodland's. Everything about him, I, I love for this week, even though there's less to love. Greg, this is to me the perfect golf. I mean, I mean, I like acknowledge Kuchar. that you're not going to acknowledge the the fact that I that I said there's less of him to love now. Yeah, that's, that's a good pounds. point. I was okay, a little late you. on that. Thank you. Thank I was you. a little late, but I got so excited because I love Gary Woodland this week. He's like my well, we'll talk a little bit more about him later on, but everything that he does. Uh, it, this golf course suits him so well. It's perfect for his game for many of the reasons we talked about yesterday. I love Gary Woodland. And yes, he did lose weight. He's in great shape. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Gary Woodland. I'm glad I got that out of him, Kyle. <laughs> See, I think this is a trap. I think Woodland is an easy pick here. Kuchar's got an unbelievable course history. Um, he, Yeah, he's played really well here. So I'm going Kuchar, getting, getting better odds too. All right, Kuchar, you are uh, the lone wolf on that one, my friend. Kyle, we'll stay with you. Justin Rose, even money. Webb Simpson, minus 125, just missed the cut last week. Yeah, the, those, are, that's a, those are weird numbers, right? They're very weird numbers. Uh, <laughs> I, I labor over these like way more than I should. <laughs> uh, Mark took Justin Rose. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Webb. I, I, that that's I don't, yeah I I just I don't know I don't know if we can trust Rose yet although Webb missed the cut last <laughs> last week so he's got a, he's got a better he plays really well at Harbor Town so I'll go with Webb. Greg, Look, are you siding with Mark or are you siding with Kyle? I'm going to side with Mark on this one. It's narrow. I I think Webb last week is the anomaly. No reason to sound the alarm. I think Webb's going to have a good week. But Justin Rose to me is is back to kind of a guy who's going to be vying for a number one spot. I, I, there's such a clear event. in when Justin Rose fell off the map from number one to number 14 changed equipment, he's changed back. Now uh, he improved his short game during that time with, with the uh, equipment that didn't work out so well for him. I, I think the world of Justin Rose, and it's going to be hard for me to bet again uh, against him for the near future. Um, yeah, this is tough. These are two guys I really, really love. Uh, I'm going to go web this week. I, I, I've, I've been very high on him. I think that that one bad round on approach that he had on Thursday was quickly squashed with his bounce back on Friday, just too little, too late. He'll be fine. Harbor Town should set up great for him. Uh, the final one we have here, gentlemen, Patrick Reed versus Sung J.M. Mark took Patrick Reed. Greg, where are you going? With sitting in a in a room, a, a virtual room with you two guys, I can't take anyone other than right. Sung J M. And I, I I do I think it's a good golf course here for Patrick Reed. I like Patrick Reed at this place, but it's almost like there's not enough uh, controversy with him right now for him to really have a great week. There nobody's really talking about Patrick Reed. I don't think that suits him well. And Sung J M. I mean. I think the golf course suits really well for a robot, a guy who can just pick a target. His caddy can tell him you got to hit it there. He can hit it there uh, and and he can put it right in position. He's just so good. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go song Jay. There's still a couple of days for someone to upset Patrick Reed in a way that he puts a chip on his shoulder. It's a good so point. We'll, Maybe we'll I just did. We'll see what happens. I'll take Sung Jay as well. Kyle, I think I know where you're going here because I've heard you uh, speak a lot about one of these gentlemen all week. And I'm also going to ask you for your top 10 pick, your sleeper and your pick to win because we're going to get you out of here. You got other commitments, my friend. Yep. You're a pro, Rick. That was an amazing segue. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Patrick Reed over Sung Jay, mostly 
because I'm picking Patrick Reed to win 28 to one. I don't know, man, like with his short game on on these greens, everybody's going to miss so many greens around here. And his short game has been really, really good so far uh, this season. He played, he played great at colonial, especially on the weekend. So I'm picking him to win, picking him to beat Sunjay. My top 10 is Rory. Big surprise. And and part of the reason is because he's plus, I think he's plus 150 to top 10 this week. Yeah. And he was minus 120 last week. So it's like, what changed? Nothing. Nothing changed. He didn't putt very well. Right. And so I just think you're getting a lot of value there. And then Brandon Grace, it's kind of a fake sleeper. He's 40 to one. That's kind of weak. But uh, he was kind of in the mix at colonial and obviously he's played great at harbor town before so uh 41 brandon grace is my sleeper he should probably be 20 to 1 if you yeah. don't have like the eight guys in this field that are really really good now that matters because all those guys could beat him but i like him at 40 a lot of disrespect on rory this week by bookmakers i do yeah. love that okay kyle porter i want to thank you you can follow kyle porter on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. We're going to get him out of here. Greg and I are going going to continue with our expert picks for the Heritage, and we are going to play a little props on the other side. All right, welcome back. Just you and I, Greg, we're going to wrap uh, on the rest of this where we're going to give our expert picks now. We'll talk a little bit of props, and then at the end here, we each have a best bet. Oh, mama, that's the one we're saving our big bucks for. But let's talk expert picks. Just to recap, Kyle took uh, Rory McIlroy top 10 at plus 150. I don't mind that at all. That's a very good number, all things considered. Brandon Grace is his sleeper at 40 to 1. Patrick Reed, his pick to win at 28 to 1. Greg, let's start with your top 10 lock because I will, uh, spoiler alert, it's also my top 10 lock. Yeah, this is John Rahm. The miscut last week is such an anomaly. We said it a little bit before the break here. He was excited. He's ready to go. All the reports were that he is in great form. And I don't necessarily think it was so bad. It just Things just didn't go his way last week. Um, so when I look at this, I look at the golf course. I look at John Rahm, world number two. I think he is, um, you know, argue, you could argue that he's the best player in the field hard to beat Rory. That's why he's number two in the world and for good reason, but John Rahm's game is going to suit this place really, really nicely. He's uh, an accurate driver of the golf ball, especially when he clubs down, he's not going to have many drivers in his hand. He may hit two drivers all week. One of them will be on 18. So, um, two drivers a day all week long. So I think it just, it, it suits him so well. I love the putting stroke. All the reports leading into Colonial were that he's in such good form. I've heard some crazy scores out of him um, playing out there on the West Coast. And I, I think this week he's going to round back into form. And a top 10 is almost a no-brainer. I, you absolutely nailed it for me from the from the, the playing side of it. I, I would just add in that we've been, we've been talking about this for weeks. We've been preparing saying, okay, whatever is going to happen – week one everyone's going to overreact to and i right. swear vegas like sounded the alarm on a lot of these lines like the rory line i thought was shocking uh the john rom down i think he's down like to 18 to 1 to win this thing plus 200 to be a top 10 like i don't know if it's going to pay off greg but they 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 went they they swung too far in the other direction uh i assume that it'll it'll you know settle itself out over the next couple of weeks but i'm going to try to take advantage right now I think it's a it's a great play. Um, again, 
they overshot him for a reason. You only have one to go on. Did something happen during the break that you don't know about? There's, there's no data to go on, which is the challenge. But I look at it, I say, okay, look, this is one week, especially for Rory. Rory, I mean, Kyle's bet for Rory may be better. It wasn't a bad week. It was a bad day. You could argue it was a bad five holes that really set him out of this thing. So the the averages are going to swing back the other direction. There's very little question about it. The only question is the golf course. Is this a golf course that these guys are going to be able to handle? I believe they're the best players in the world for a reason because they can handle a, a lot of golf courses. So I, 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 I think both Kyle's bet and our bets, I think, are really solid. I tend to agree, uh, easy to say on Tuesday afternoon, by the way, but I tend to agree. Uh, sleeper, for you, Greg, you have a Canadian, but it might not be the Canadian that everyone's thinking about. Adam Hadwin for there me. There you go. Perfect golf course for him. I, I think uh, I, I think a lot of this golf course and the Valspar to be quite similar. So Adam Hadwin is a past champion at the Valspar, and, and he basically won just painting these uh, great tee shots and iron shots around the trees. He wasn't cutting corners. He was kind of avoiding hazards with great shot making. And I think you're going to see that again here. Adam Hadwin is a guy who is somewhat vocal in, um, uh, he was somewhat vocal during the break just cause he was on podcast. But, but when you heard from him, he sounded extremely calm. He sounded ready to go. Uh, I, I'm looking at Adam Hadwin as a guy who, again, he was tied 22nd in 2017 at the RBC heritage. Um, and he did play a colonial was tied 43rd, which wasn't great, but at 65 in round one, it was just a tough Friday and Sunday. Again, he's 18th in strokes gain total on the year, 28th in strokes game putting. Uh, he hits 70% of his greens of regulation, which I which I really like. And he hits a lot of fairways, 67% of his fairways. So I, I think Adam Hadwin's going to have a great week. 100 to 1 if he comes through with the win. So that'll put some dollars in your pocket. I'm going with Victor Hovland. Um, so I've talked on, I think we talked about this on the DFS preview. You got to be accurate. You got to be in the fairway. Uh, but also it helps if you've got a little bit of that club head speed, if you can hit the ball further than everyone else, even if it doesn't come in handy on your tee shots. Hovland to me is that guy, uh, 67% of his fairways, which is about 25th in this field. And he's longer than anyone else above him in that category. And here's what I really like, Greg, four rounds at colonial last week, six. Oh, wow. Nope. That's not right. 70, 68, 68, 66, getting better basically every single day, already a winner on tour. I know it was the Puerto Rico open, but uh, he's going to get a real one. And hopefully it's this week at 66 to one. Your pick to win, Greg is a guy I absolutely love. I think you get pretty good odds on it. I went back and forth between my top 10 lock and, and this guy, again, Gary Woodland. I said we were going to come back to him. Um, there's there's so much to love about Gary Woodland. He is a extremely, extremely accurate off the tee, which I'm a huge fan of, especially when he goes to that patented stinger, patented by someone else. But he goes to that stinger tee right. shot uh, with an iron off the tee, and he, and he can find the fairway. He's a guy with a go-to shot. And when you play Harbortown, you have to get the ball in – to the fairway. He does it better than anybody else. He is a, he is a 70% green and regulation kind of player. And last week we saw 
fantastic short game out of him. There was a point in Sunday's round where he was leading the field in scrambling. He was overtaken eventually. I think he finished in third place in scrambling for the week uh, as Bryson surpassed him. But the short game was on point. The bunker game was on point. So a guy who hits a lot of greens and has the short game working at a place like Harbortown, that's going to be advantageous. And and he looked like he was in such a good mood. Uh, you mentioned earlier how, uh, how thin he was. He lost like 25 pounds. That's yep. not really what uh what i'm looking at and when i look at his mood he was smiling he was laughing he was having a blast out there it was really fun to watch and i'm looking at a guy who's who's ready to get the job done and ready to win again for the first time since his u.s open win at pebble beach i love it you will not get an argument uh from me i'm kind of i'm looking for a similar type player i I took webb simpson 30 to 1 as my pick to win and and for a lot of the same reasons They, they do it differently but they hit a lot of fairways uh, Webb is a a top 10 player when it comes to strokes gained approach. And this is another to me. So if you see what I've kind of done here, a lot of my picks are generally swinging back after what Vegas has done. You know, it's right. John Rom getting disrespect from Vegas. It's Webb, who I think was 22 to one last week, has one bad round and he's 30 to one at a place that's probably a better fit. So again, any of these guys can win, but like when you're giving me that much value for a guy who already has a win, who looked way better on Friday, like I, I got faith in Webb, no problem there. I'll take him at 30. So uh, just to recap, picks the win. Kyle took Patrick Reed. Greg, you took Gary Woodland, and I took Webb Simpson. Pretty good. Tw- all 20, between 28 and 35 to 1. Yeah, no, no heavy favorites. It's another storyline for the week, and Kyle kind of brought it up, but how will the big names that we typically don't see at the RBC heritage. How will they hold up this week? Do we see kind of um, less known winners because of the field, or do we see that because, uh, you know, you know, for a reason on the golf course, it's another story that I'm, I'm very interested in. Uh, how about this as a story, Greg? Um, what if I told you I was giving away a thousand dollars every single round? Would that be a storyline you'd be interested in? Yes. Okay, well, it's not me that's going to give you the $1,000, but uh, CBS Sports will. And here's what's even better. This is no, you know, this is no pyramid scheme, my friend. You don't even have to put any money up. This is free chances at 1000 bucks. Tell Greg. me more. Oh, gladly. All right, here's what you got to do. You go to cbssports.com slash golf props because that is the home of our very own golf prop game. Again, that's cbssports.com slash golf props. Here's the kicker. I make the questions. So this is inside information. This does sound like, this sounds like it could be a documentary, right? Like insider trading, inside information, no money up front, thousand bucks every day. I promise you this is on the up and up because of of course terms and conditions are going to apply. But because I'm the quiz master, we're going to go through one of the props right now. If you're listening on this show, you're the only one who knows this before Thursday, okay? Otherwise you got to wait. You can do a little bit of research right now thousand bucks every single day questions for every single round so greg here's the prop and this will be featured on thursday what will the lowest round of the day be your options are over 63 and a half under 63 and a half and just as a reminder harbor town is a par 72 and most famously kind of known for those narrow tree lined fairways. So Greg, what do you think about this line? 
Par 71, right? That's what I said. What did I say? 72, I think. It's definitely par 71. If I par 71, that's what it is. Just make it sure. Just make it sure. Um, okay. So this is a, this one's a, it's a great line. Obviously you wrote it. Uh, great line. I'm going to take the over. I think 64, 64 on a par 71, you're talking about seven under round to, to get lower than that. If you do, if somebody does it, it's not going to be many guys. It'll be, it'll be one guy likely tops. So I I think I'm going to say 64 is the low round of the day, but boy, it's tight. You want to know what the course record is? Tell me. At least this is technically the tournament record. Not necessarily. I don't know. 62 round has been shot ever at Harbor town, but on tour, it's actually 61. Oh, twice by david frost in 1994 and troy merritt shockingly in 2015 neither guy went on to win wow um 62 has been shot one two three four five times and one of our favorite uh golfers to talk about on this podcast has one of those any guesses uh man one of our favorites well one of our most talked about at least uh let's see is it patrick reed bryson no it is jordan speed oh wow a second round 60 i should have known that a second round 62 in that uh wild 2015 season that he had uh 63 has been shot a lot more often but you're right i mean this is a this is a it's a tough number to get to i think a lot of it is actually um more weather kind of right if everything lays down or if the wind starts to kick no one will, no one will get close to this so. definitely one you want to wait until as like the deadline wait yeah. until the deadline to get that pick in exactly exactly so i'm actually gonna go with the under though i just think that um guys on tour are so good someone can kind of snap off on thursday with no fans uh in prime conditions no pressure go out there and shoot something low so i'm gonna take the under on this one and uh, we're going to wrap here with our, our, our best bets and our quick little one and done leans, Greg. So best bet, this could be anything. Uh, I was on William Hill and I was clicking around and I saw top Englishman. And I was like, oh, let me let me check this out. Uh, Terrell Hatton plus 300 to be your top Englishman. The really the main competition in that group, Greg, is um, Justin Rose. So obviously I love Rose, but Hatton off the radar. Uh, you know, he, he's only played four times in like what feels like a year because of the wrist surgery that he had. And then obviously the shutdown of the tour. So we haven't seen a lot of Hatton won the API finished sixth at WGC Mexico won the Turkish airlines open. This guy can play. So I'm going to take the plus odds and take that. He is the top Englishman. What do you think? I think it's a, it's a a fine bet. Um, I went also with a, a nationality bet. I love Uh, the nationality bets, by the way. Yeah. They're great, right? I mean, I mean, looking at this one, you have uh, a threesome in the Spain group, and you have John Rahm, you have Sergio Garcia, and you have Rafa Cabrera Bayo. And I'm going to take John Rahm at minus 150. Uh, again, I- I'm going so heavy on John Rahm this week because I think, like you said about your a-, a lot of your picks, they're kind of on the swing back, Vegas swinging back on those odds. And these aren't great, great odds, but, man, uh, I, I think John Rahm is definitely the best player of those three. Nobody would argue that. Yeah. And I, I'm not real confident with Sergio Garcia, and I haven't seen a whole lot of Rafa Cabrera-Bayo. Although Rafa is definitely a, a challenger in this bet, I'm going to take I'm going to take John Rahm. 
So I, from a pure like numbers standpoint, I like this. Is, this is basically a three ball. It is basically a three ball uh, because I think there's only three Spaniards in the field. So it's Rom, Sergio, RCB, as you mentioned, and you could take Rom against basically any other two players and you'd almost get him at like minus 150 for for one of these. So the fact that it's Sergio and RCB doesn't really have me shaking in my boots. So I kind of like this a lot, Greg. Um, I'm also going to ask you for your early one and done lean. So you're not required to follow through with this as your one and done pick. Uh, I don't know if you've used Gary Woodland yet. I have. I imagine. Oh, you. I have yeah. too. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So where um, did I use Gary? Maybe it was at like Tory or something. I, I definitely got some good production out of Gary. Woodland. Honda classic. He finished eighth for 204,000 points. Yeah. So not again, not terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this one and one option would be um, Tyrrell Hatton because I think it, we don't know what we're going to get out of him. And I know that you're very high on him. So I like him for all those reasons. And I don't feel like I'm, this is, this is like we said, the most unknown of the events. One, it's a golf course where nobody has course history. I, you could go with a Matt Kuchar, which is an option that I may, I, I may go that way. I'm not sure I'll use him anywhere else. But again, my confidence level with him is shaky at best. So I, I think with Hatton, he's not a guy that I'm going to be itching for later on down the road. I don't have like an event mapped out for him. For instance, Xander, I'm saving for the U.S. Open. I said that since January. I'm still on that kind of kick. I don't have anything for Hatton like that. So maybe you go Hatton here and kind of take the risk away from the really high price guys. Like the guys that I've been saving Rory, Thomas, Kepka, DJ Reed, although Patrick Reed might, he, he might be an interesting one and done here, but I'm, I'm thinking Tyrrell Hatton and maybe Patrick Reed's my, my number two choice here. I don't mind that. So this is weird. I'm, I'm trying to confirm with producer Jacob when, when our one and done is over with the new tour schedule. So I, I think we're going to the tour championship. So this, I think what you were describing is pretty sharp about like, there's a lot of unknown. And also this is one of the smaller prize pools out there. Like, especially right. left, like this is not a huge purse. So you'd hate to burn, you know, like, like, you know, if John Rom goes out and finishes T12, you burn John Rom. that stinks. But at the same time, like now that we're in a sprint, I think I got to burn somebody good. Like, I think, I think every week you're going to have to burn one of your top guys. I used Gary Woodland at waste management and he came in 40th. Great. Um, I'm probably just going to go with Webb. I have him available. Um, there, there are like five events a year where Webb is super, super live. Uh, you always see him used at Wyndham. You see him used like, you know, three or four times a year. It's just like, oh, this is a web week. I think we have a web week here. And I think with the fact that it looks like we're ending tour championship and it's just going to be like 12 picks left or something like that. I'm just going to burn through all my studs right now. And you're, you got a little ground to make up, right? I got a lot of ground to make up my friends. I at least got to get out of, I got to get out of the basement here. I'm, um, I'm a hundred thousand out of getting out of last place. So I can certainly get out of last place this week. And then I've got to make up a lot more ground to catch you and Kyle at the top. I, I definitely like the strategy of, um, I, I like the strategy of utilizing your, your stars. Now I like the strategy of the sprint, like take, do what you can right now. But the problem for me this week in particular is I don't know what's going to happen because the course history is so limited for these guys. I feel like I have a very, very, uh, low level of confidence but the more i think about it 
the more I'm thinking, I kind of have a better idea of where Patrick Reed stands. Uh, I know Kyle likes him. I know he played well last week. I like the short game aspect. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it might be a Reed week for me. So I'm going to narrow that down. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with Patrick Reed. I'm going to get off a hat. There you go. Thanks for listening. That's the first cut podcast. I want to thank Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at the real GFD. I'm Rick Gaiman. You can find me on Twitter at Rick run. Good. Good luck this week. We'll catch you next time.